love it when it gets to that itchy point where it catches my polo collar and... Welcome to episode number three of Something Woohoo! That's right. We're back with uh, some new topics to talk about. And uh, this week we're going to kind of talk about the uh, new Spider-Man stuff. Going to talk about Kanye at the Grammys, Jesse Jackson and the Jackie Robinson West stuff. I got a Florida story for you, maybe two. And uh, that's kind of the topics for today. What do you What do you think so far, Steve? Um, fuck Sony. Fuck Kanye. Fuck Jesse. Fuck Florida. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in episode number three of Something Gate. I guess we'll see you next time. Thanks. to episode number three i got steve back and uh i think we're actually gonna have the episode now um so what are our real topics for this evening it's still the same topics we're gonna be talking about some spider-man stuff kanye jesse jackson jackie robinson west florida so so we're gonna we're gonna be guest starring angry steve tonight uh yeah angry steve might pop his ugly head out his head is no more uglier than mine like i said ugly head wow so <clears throat> News came this week that Marvel has finally reached an agreement with Sony to uh, include Mar- include Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's going to be a joint venture, and they're going to bring in Marvel Studios as the producer on that. So what's your initial gut reaction to that, Steve? Uh, well, before we get into our gut reaction... Um Maybe our audience is not quite familiar with how movies work as far as entertainment moguls like Marvel are concerned. That's a good point. So let's recap and wind the clocks all the way back to circa 2003. When did the first Spider-Man come out? It was out? before 2001, remember, because they had to take down the Twin Towers poster. Ooh, that is correct. So it was, correct. It was uh, 2001. Okay. So... Um, before the recent string of hits that Marvel has released, obviously they are most famous for being a comic book publishing company. And they started to gain more mainstream uh, notoriety, first with uh, Wesley Snipes as Blade, and uh, following shortly on that with X-Men and Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man being, of course, one of their most famous properties. So uh, Marvel obviously gave the movie distribution rights to Sony. There was probably some kind of bidding war going on. Uh, amongst the main studios at the time. But Sony won, and Sony has the rights to make movies and distribute them uh, with the Spider-Man trademarks uh, on Marvel's behalf. Correct. Um, Several years ago, uh, Marvel launched their own studio, which uh, allowed them to make the creative decisions themselves rather than if uh, Sony wanted to have a particular actor in a role or have a certain director for a movie, Marvel really had no say in it. That was right after Disney bought them, right? Uh, no, Disney did not come into the picture until recently. Okay. This is, t- this is about 2005 or six when they started making the first Iron Man. That's right, because the Iron Man movies kind of... The, the, Disney ended up seeing the potential on and then moved to pick up Marvel. What they pay like $1 billion, I think, or just I, just, just I, under? It was it was a lower number like in comparison to LucasArts. And it was very much uh, Marvel's, de- it was, uh, Marvel's decision to be able to compete with Warner Brother and rival DC Comics exactly. in their partnership. So anyway, um, when Marvel made its own movie studio, uh, Sony still has the rights to make Spider-Man films. And this causes a problem for, uh, you know, Marvel as a publishing company because one of the... 
I don't know if we want to call it a tradition, but a staple of the comic book world is that when you have comic book characters inhabiting the same universe, they're going to meet, they're going to fight, they're going, going to have to interactions, team up, right. and they're going to go have drinks and be merry and all that good stuff. Um, with Sony having the distribution rights to the Spider-Man property, um, Spider-Man cannot appear alongside the likes of Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans as Iron Man and Captain America, respectively. Right. So, currently, Marvel Studios, who is doing the, the current run of pictures and, and films that you've seen that have brought about the Avengers. So, currently they have Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, the Avengers title... And they have all those um, that are coming out with a new new run of movies as well, all the way up through 2019. But some of the properties they don't currently own are Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider, and Daredevil. I do believe Ghost Rider and Daredevil have come home. Uh, even with Spirit of Vengeance? Yes. So so is that is that why, the, like, because you and I watched a Daredevil trailer a little while ago. We did. Is that why it had the Marvel Studios logo in the that beginning, is, why it actually doesn't look like a hunk of garbage anymore? That's correct, uh, because those properties came home because their respective owners, I forget if it was Sony or Fox who had Ghost Rider. Fox had okay. Ghost Rider. But, uh, yeah, they didn't do anything with the property and uh, because they were unprofitable. So they came back home to Marvel. Okay. So we've seen back in 2001 up until 2012, I think, is when they did this. When they did the Spider-Man run with, to- not Topher Grace, but uh, Tobey Maguire. Toby Maguire as Spider-Man. That was Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, the movie that should never be named. And then they they ended that run, and then they rebooted it with Andrew Garfield playing Peter Parker. That is correct. Uh, I want to say that Spider-Man 3 was 2009-ish. Yeah. No, it was actually, it was the year Connor was born. It was the, it was that May, so it was 2007. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2007 Sorry. was Spider-Man 3. A while ago. I was going to say, that it, would, it took them a couple of years before they did the Andrew Garfield reboot. Yeah, my son being born on May 3rd prevented me from seeing the movie opening night, and I thank him every day that I didn't yeah, go that's... see that opening night. Good job, Connor. Yeah, thanks, buddy. So now we're at a point where you have had two new Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield as, as playing Peter Parker. The amazing Spider-Man, or as I like to refer to it, the average Spider-Man. Yeah, it's it's pretty plain Jane. And like you and I were talking after we went and saw Spider-Man 2, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, I would have rather sat through Spider-Man 3 than Amazing Spider-Man as, 2. As would I, and anybody who knows me knows that um, I am not particularly fond of the film. I think the one thing that they did right was to have it... Uh, have Spider-Man in it? New York. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I... I can understand how people might like them. I I personally didn't. But now we're now we're getting into a time to where, it, a few months ago there were there were the there was the Sony leak when North Korea hacked Sony and dumped all of their emails all over the internet, and at that time, it had been rumored that Marvel was trying to get Sony to either go on a joint venture or purchase Spider-Man back from Sony, and then the emails got leaked and it was proven that Sony and Marvel were in talk. So this has been a hot button issue in the geek community. And we finally got word this week that Sony and Marvel are teaming up to make the next Spider-Man movie. I, I don't care, but I do. So we're going to talk about it anyway. It's, uh, we can talk about it. Just wrong, <laughs> that's all. The nice thing is, is that w- I, I like that they're bringing in the, the Spider-Man to Marvel. They're fitting it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is MCU for short, and they're they're going to work it into the storylines now. Why? Because Spider-Man's the big. It was. What does he bring to the MCU that is necessary? The same thing Ant-Man does. The same thing Doctor Strange does. I don't want Ant-Man either. Well, <laughs> so. too bad. It can make money, so they're going to do it. No, no insects in the MCU. <laughs> but I'm pretty stoked because Andrew Garfield's out, most likely, as the actor. And I thought he did a fine job, but he was too cool of a Spider-Man for me. And the rumors are right now that they may pop over to the Ultimate Spider-Man style and go with Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Well, that's 
probably the only way that um, I would even be interested in it is because you've already the the first two Tobey Maguire Spider Mans I thought were great films. Maybe not maybe not spectacular, but I, I, I enjoyed them a lot. The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, yeah, I think they're going to have to get rid of him to um, disavow those movies that did not live up to the potential that they could have. Right, they had the earning power, but I think I think the nerd nerd community or geek community well, didn't were, really buy I into mean, the they thought. Were, they were bad. I mean, that's all there yeah, is to it. I agree. Um, and we can get into those on individual episodes. We can, you know, I can spend an hour telling you how awful both <laughs> of them are. But um, I just I I don't I I'm not excited about it. I I don't the the one good thing that comes out of it, in my opinion, is that because Spider-Man is going to take the next available Marvel release, uh, they're going to push Thor back to November. So if Thank Thor was gonna, if Thor was going to be their summer blockbuster, now that summer blockbuster movie is going to be in November. So that just makes my November better. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole shift. I like I like that they're shifting everything because. Now, I'm just happy that they didn't go, oh, we're in the talks now. Now we're going to put Spider-Man at the back end of the rotation. Like, no, we got him. He's going here, right here, July 28th, 2017, release. So, I mean, we're talking, we're still two years out, but... The the unwritten, uncasted, unnamed movie that has a summer blockbuster release date. I don't care. Give me my ticket now. I'll buy three. Shut up and take my money. The thing, one of the one of the other items that I'm kind of ex- that I I really kind of want them to pursue the Miles Morales part of it. I, I thought he I, I thought that storyline was really cool, and I think going with an ethnic Spider-Man is an awesome idea. But one of my one of the one guy that had been that had begged and begged and begged and begged to get a casting shot at the new Spider-Man movies when Andrew Garfield was put in was uh, Danny was Donald Glover, Danny Glover's son. Yeah, I, uh, I remember seeing that, and I'd be all I'd be all for that. Um, I just he's got the body frame. He's I, got the he's got the frame. He's got the chops. He's got the acting ability to do it. Well, since when does that matter to Sony? Well, it matters to Marvel, and now Marvel has a say in it. A say, not right. definitive. You're right. Sony still retains the the, the creative Final control. Creative control. But it's just as easy for Marvel to pull their name off it if they don't want to play nice. But I think Sony sees the, the the profit potential if they get if they jump on the Marvel bandwagon and let Disney do their thing. Yeah, I just I can't get amped up about it, especially not now when there's no story or anything. I really think the only thing that you could do is uh, kind of along the lines of the Ultimate Six, where the Avengers have to stop Spider-Man and some of his greatest adversaries. Um, which was a little one-shot deal in the Ultimate Universe, except uh, there's no Norman Osborn uh, anymore because he died. Uh, You could probably use Harry, I guess, but I'm not uh, really stoked about it. Or they could just give everybody the big middle finger and be like, here's the Clone Saga for you. Yeah, I think that'd be hard to do. My my dream movie, you know what my dream movie is? Is my dream movie finally... Everybody quit screwing around and redoing redoing the original the original characters and the original bad guys, the Rhino, Doc Ock, Electro, and Lizard, and they they just come right out with it and go right to Venom and Carnage. That's funny. My dream movie involves Katy Perry and Jewel State. <laughs> you got to see that at the halftime show, remember? Yeah, it's still not quite the spin I would put on it, but. Um, yeah, I just uh, there's just it's already been rebooted and this is probably going to be almost a third reboot with I'm just over it. I mean, they really if you want to reboot it with Amazing Spider-Man, fine, but I just I they killed it. They had such a great opportunity with Amazing Spider-Man. I agree. Too, and it, it, just, it, I can understand how it'd be hard to get excited about this one coming out. Yeah, and I just I I don't think that Spider-Man is necessary in the current MCU. I don't think he brings anything to the story. You've already got polarizing viewpoints from Tony Stark and Captain America. I I, I just I don't well, see don't what forget. he brings to the table that pushes everything else back for the next two years. But don't forget, the, being part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't mean that he's going to be necessarily in the Avengers or part of the Avengers. Marvel Cinematic Universe just means it's just like the comic universe. Everybody can be affected by everybody else. 
And you got movies coming out with Black Panther, Doctor Strange, The Inhumans. But why do all of those get pushed back so they can do a half-assed crossover movie? It's not a half-assed crossover movie. It's Marvel's. It is Marvel's largest property that they, they finally got their hands back on. Years to get it done. Yeah, that's plenty of time. No, it's not. I disagree. I, well, then we're just going to have to ring the topic yeah. bell because we'll go. We'll go <laughs> I think on, we might be at an impasse on that one because yeah. because you talk about you know just personal opinion on things and uh, yeah, I mean like I you could almost do Secret Wars with it if we weren't already building to Infinity War, right? I just I, I don't I don't see I don't I don't see it. I'm not I'm not feeling it. Okay, well uh, let's let's hit that topic bell then. And move on to another Marvel thing. We kind of broached the topic of a little bit earlier, and you and I finally watched the trailer. Or I don't know if you'd seen the trailer before or not, but I, I hadn't seen it before today. But I saw the teaser trailer for the teaser trailer, which was really ridiculous. Okay, well, well, on Netflix they posted up the minute and thirty second long Daredevil Netflix series trailer, and we watched it. What's your uh, what's your initial gut reaction? What do you like? What don't you like? What what are your expectations? Um, gut reaction. I'm I'm sure I'm gonna watch it. Um, it, it echoes or, uh, parallels Warner Brothers, uh, DC's Arrow very strongly. I know Does you haven't it? watched it, but the, the greedy down to earth, I want to help my city and become a vigilante is just, I, I, I've seen it before. And, okay. And, and uh, but you've you know, seen it done well before, according to you, like with the green arrow yeah, thing, right? I, I do. I do enjoy Arrow. Um, I think it definitely has. It's nice to see that, you know, the, the properties being used. I have been a fan of Daredevil in the past. Did you like the Ben Affleck movie? I didn't hate it. That's how I felt. It's like, I, I like all my friends are going to give me shit about this, but I like it. It definitely has its moments. It, it was very it was campy. Tr- and it was true to, it. it was true to his character. Right. Which was one of the, one of the things that they screwed up with when they did the Ghost Rider movies. They tried to bring too much humor into Ghost Rider. Yeah. Which I don't know why you would want to bring humor to a demon from hell. Um, but one of the things was the director was the same for both Daredevil and Ghost right, Rider. Right. He's like, well, everybody was mad at me for not putting humor into Daredevil, and so I had to put humor into Ghost Rider. It's no, you don't. <laughs> so what do you? What, so your gut reaction? I mean, so you're thinking, yeah, you're gonna watch it. I mean, I you you tend to always give videos and movies and things. You, I, I don't think I've ever seen you say, I'm not gonna watch that. You tend I'll, to give everything a shot. I yeah, think. I mean, I'll. So what am I? I don't have to watch the whole thing. If right. it sucks by the third episode, I'm done. Okay, I, that's kind of my opinion of it too. Like I, I looked at it, I, I dug the way they're doing the costume. It looked very uh, Marvel Knights style, which was one of the darker, grittier comic runs of that I'm series. Also, yeah, I'm a sucker for the origin story too. I like to see how things start. Right. And so I think I'm actually going to have to to bend to your will and have you tell me. I, I'll have you. I'll have you send it to me on Facebook on what episodes I need to watch of Arrow. Because I think I need to watch it. We need to discuss it, and then because because I'm of, the, I think it's wrong for me to sit here and say I'm not going to watch it. Yet I like comics, and yet I bought the entire Green Arrow run when Kevin Smith wrote it, and that's kind of garbagey for me to say I'm not going to watch it. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll do that. I'll have you send that to me, and I think we'll have a little discussion about that on a later episode. That's fine with me. Um, one thing I saw in the Daredevil episode, I mean a Daredevil trailer that kind of made me extremely happy, is that Jess from True Blood is in it, and. I'm in love with her, so Sold. it. Yeah, so I'm in for the lead actress in that. So I'm still, as always, extremely excited about the Marvel universe and what they're doing with it. Which is why I'm so happy and so optimistic about what they're going to be able to do with Star Wars. Hooray! Maybe Darth Vader will come and visit Spider-Man. <laughs> Because that, gonna get that, that crazy. makes as much sense as the rest of the Spider-Man garbage. Oh, man. So let's see. From last episode, another th- big thing that happened was the Grammys. Did you hear any about that? Did you watch any of it? Uh, not especially. I'm not a big fan of award shows. I'm not a huge fan of award shows either. Grammys are generally ones that I tend, it is one that I tend to uh, skip because it's about music, and I like to listen to music, not necessarily watch music all the time. And I especially don't care to watch people perform their music that on stage and it's just it's just one of the it's one of the shows I just tend not to watch. However, one thing that happened that I'm really excited about is that Weird Al got another Grammy. 
Hooray. He got a uh, Grammy for Comedy Album of the Year. He's won that before he won that in 2004, if I remember correctly. Some of the other uh, winners have been uh, like Flight of the Concords, Bill Cosby, Chris Rock. Um, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> my pudding pop in your butt. So I was kind of stoked about that. But one other little, uh, one other little tidbit that popped out of that is Kanye being Kanye. Did you hear about that? Yes, I heard about that, and I just oh my. Break God. it down for the people, for the guys like me that didn't watch it. Talk, talk to me about what happened. Okay, so Beck won Album of the Year. Yes, that Beck, the Beck from our childhood. Yes, indeed. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry for all my music friends who think that I know a lot about music because I like music so much. Uh, my entire Beck portfolio consists of his guest appearance on Futurama. That was an so, awesome episode, yeah, though. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't say that I've ever been a, a Beck fan. But, anyway, he won the Grammy He's announced he starts walking up to the stage. Kanye West falls into step behind him. Beck accepts the award, accepts the microphone, about to get into his thank you speech. And Kanye reaches for the microphone, touches the microphone, and then walks off stage without saying anything. So very reminiscent of his uh, stepping on Taylor Swift back when she won an award years ago. When he went on his little tirade about how she didn't deserve about it. How, and... About how Beyonce's video had one of, or Beyonce had one of the best videos ever. Um, so he releases in a statement after the awards show that Beck should give the award to Beyonce uh, because he needs to respect the artistry. Respect Beck. Beck, the musician, needs to respect the artistry of the singer, the overly produced singer. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some Beyonce. I, I put them jams on and dance around my cars like everybody else. Not named Steve. But thank you for that amendment. The That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard I, out I of Kanye's mouth. I, I can't even think that he's serious. I, how can you even, one, Beck plays like, at least 10 instruments. On that album, I was reading the stat, on that album he plays 16 instruments. On that album. So he played 16 instruments. I, I know for a fact he produced all the tracks on that yeah, album. Yeah, he's a, he's a self-produced. He, he is he built the record himself. Now, keeping in mind that it's it's 2014, that's about 20 years almost to the you know year after he kind of hit with Loser. Yeah. You know? So I think it's pretty awesome that a guy that's been in it for a while, and that's why... With him winning it, it kind of parallels the whole Weird Al thing for me. It's just kind of cool to see the things that I liked when I was younger yeah. still being somewhat relevant, even Yay, though relevant. even though the first time I heard Beck's album this year is that I haven't heard Beck's album this year because I didn't know he put out an album this year until he won Album of the Year at the Grammys. And, and don't quote me on that, that it's Album of the Year, but I, I can't... No, it was Album of the Year. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it wasn't video or anything because there were no videos. It was it was literally Album of the Year, and, and Kanye is saying that Beyonce should, should get... Album of the Year over a musician. Now, don't get me wrong. Beyonce's fine, and, and and against maybe some other people, if he wasn't in it and done all that stuff on his album, then fine. How many instruments does Beyonce play? One hell of a voice, and I'll give her that. How many tracks did she produce on her own album? I don't know. How many songs did she write by herself? Probably none. Jay-Z probably bought them all. Okay. So Kanye West, you fuck. How do you even fathom... That she's in the same league, like she shouldn't be even sitting in the same aisle as Beck. <laughs> when it comes when it comes to that de- determination, I, I agree. Like, I I just oh it angers me so much because there's angry Steve. I know, but well, this isn't still <laughs> even the angry Steve because I don't understand the thought process behind it. But I mean. I couldn't. I. I just. I. I don't get it. And it's. It's so. It's so ridiculous that I. I can't even understand that it's real. Yeah. If you want to see some funny things, just uh, look up on the internet on BuzzFeed or Google it and look for the uh, Grammy crowd reactions to Kanye going on stage. Because my favorite one was Jay Z. And those of you who don't know, Jay Z is Beyonce's husband. And he's sitting there standing next to Beyonce as they're like clapping as Beck's going up on stage. They see they see Kanye go up and he's got this look of dread on his face. And then he, when he when Kanye walks off, he's got like this goofy laugh, kind of very uncomfortable. And and, and, and Beyonce's sitting there and she's mouthing the words, "No, Kanye, no, he's going stop, Kanye, don't." 
Yeah, that's another thing. Fuck Kanye. If Beyonce thinks that she should win the fucking award, she'll go up there herself and say so. She doesn't need you to go up there and fucking make a fool of yourself. Little midget musician. So that was the Grammys kind of in a uh, in a nutshell. Shut up, Kanye. <laughs> um, another thing happened today that really kind of drove we we decided last night to get together and talk but i figured this would be a great talking point i see that uh luke and nick uh you're going to get a disease are probably going to touch on this too so i saw uh nick just posted his last episode and they were going over baseball stuff too so it seems like we're kind of maybe touching on the same subjects maybe get two different viewpoints on in a vacuum but today the little league international officials acted and stripped Jackie Robinson West of the Little League title. Um, Jackie Robinson West is a is a Little League team from the area of Chicago that went on to the Little League World Series and beat a Las Vegas team for the championship, and everybody in Chicago rejoiced and said it was fun. So, did you hear why? Uh, did you hear how that all went down and why and what happened? I wasn't sure what provoked the investigation, but the results of the investigation were that uh, Jackie Robinson West apparently lied about the boundaries uh, of their players. Uh, for Little League, uh, particular teams are only allowed to, um, I don't want to say recruit, but the only people who can be on the team right. have to live within a given area. Right. And apparently they falsified their area to be able to pick top talent from their um, from the surrounding teams. That's correct. So, Jagger Robinson West, I'm trying to find out exactly where they're located. Morgan Park. Um, they're uh, from the south side, basically. So from the south side, they were pulling they were pulling people from like uh, Hyde Park, Matt, uh, God, where else was it? Basically, they were going to cities that aren't even relatively close to the boundaries of this little league to get the best players and then put their team together and go on little league World Series run. So, what's your what's your gut reaction to that? I think it's completely asinine. You're grown, on what front? Okay. You're grown-ass people, and you're cheating at Little League. Yeah. You're cheating at Little League. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, you want to... Okay, everybody wants the kids to go out and have a good time, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, from Connor Stinton Little League this summer... Yeah. Um, isn't the purpose of the game to... Like, do they even keep score? Well, in, in in this kind of Little League, yeah, this is like the real Little League. This is almost teenagers. I think you can't be over the age of 14 or something. And some of these teams had, like, kids six foot two throwing 80-mile-an-hour fastballs and stuff. So, I mean, this this is real Little League. This is, the, this is your – this is the pool of players that prep schools recruit from, and then colleges are scouting these kids at the ages of 10, 11, 12 – and you even have pro You're scouts at these things. At little, <laughs> I think it's so shitty that parents and adults allowed these kids to be to get together, go on this run. For some of them, be the most important non-family related thing they've ever done in their entire life, and now because of the greed and complete hubris of these adults bunch of fucking ass clowns they are it's destroyed i mean yeah you can sit there and go oh well it's you know they still have the memories of going in and winning and everything yeah that's great and you have those memories but now those memories are completely you know tainted those by are this. like the memories that you have of someone that you're really into that you find out was cheating on you yeah exactly you're like oh i love her so much and that's not good no it's uh, it just it boils me because it's just so stupid. And how many kids who live in the area didn't get the chance to play on that team because you went and scalped talent from other areas? Yeah, it's it's just freaking wrong. Um, and then the Rainbow Push Coalition decided today to go ahead and pipe up about it. Oh, good. What do they have to say? Um... The gist of it, I'm trying to find the exact quote, but the gist of it basically basically said 
that uh, I'm going to pause this for one second so I can get up to it. So I'm going to leave a blank space here. And the quote says, all right, so the quote goes to say, uh, Jesse Jackson says, we believe this action by Little League is untimely and inappropriate. It should not take six months after a team has played a championship game to determine eligibility to play the game in the first place. Secondly, children in Las Vegas and their coach should not want to accept a championship they did not earn. That's point one. Remember that. I want to talk about that. Finally, should Beyonce get the award? <laughs> finally, what are the boundaries used by players from Korea and Taiwan? Is this about boundaries or race? Rainbow Push Coalition will continue to investigate and review all aspects of this matter. So the point that I kind of wanted to bring up is that he says, secondly, children in Las Vegas and their coach should not want to accept a championship they did not earn. At no point did Las Vegas say or the Little League World Series say they were giving a championship to Las Vegas. Las Vegas lost. But Jackie Robinson West cheated. Just because you cheated, as in Deflategate, doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're not going to the Super Bowl. You just may not be able to be called the AFC champion. It's kind of like back uh, back in USC in college football when Reggie Bush had to give up his uh, had to give up his Heisman Trophy and Pete Carroll had to give up the national title. So they vacate the wins and earn a national champion. They don't go, oh, let's see, they beat Texas, so here you go, Texas, here's the championship. They lost. You still have the memory of winning the trophy. Yeah, exactly. So then the Chicago Teachers Union president, Karen Lewis, went on to say, uh, this quote is insane, Jackie Robinson West should retain its title, be issued an apology, and every player should receive full-ride scholarships for college sponsored by the people who have humiliated these boys, their families, and their community. So yeah, let let that marinate for a minute. Let let that go go ahead. Let that marinate. The way that I hear this is is what she is saying is that because the parents and coaches cheated and misled these young boys, that the people that called them out on it should give the parents the free ride of not having to pay for college because they cheated. May, may I have the quote one more time, please? Yes. Jackie Robinson West should retain its title, be issued an apology, and every player should receive full-ride scholarships for college sponsored by the people who have humiliated these boys, their families, and their community. Yeah. And, and do you remember who I said this was that said that? Yeah. Chicago Teachers Union President Karen Lewis was furious with the decision. Teacher. Supposed to be smart. What what okay what what if I what what if if you think about teacher so let's let's think about let's think about academic honesty right so I so I go and grab War and Peace turn it as a paper I get awards for it and then because they call me on it I should be like oh well you know I didn't mean to give me a scholarship all right so <laughs> let's let's hear let's hear what Angry Steve has to say about this if he's gonna be Angry Steve. So, wow, I thought things couldn't get any more ridiculous than Kanye West. Um, <laughs> You'd think. Holy fuck. How, one, who, who's this Who's this union president? Uh, Karen Wilson is her name. Quit. <laughs> Resign. Oh, my God. How the fuck do you justify awarding... Cheating behavior. I don't. If the kids were in on it or not, you know. If this is if this is little league at the level that you had suggested previously, you know, the, the kids would probably have some idea that well, my little league team is in my neighborhood and I'm not playing in my neighborhood. Right. That's one thing. Like you, generally, the people in these little league little league groups will generally see the same people, at least one or two of the members of their team in school. I mean, they're obviously probably grades apart. But they'll see other people in their school or at events or at functions, and none of that happened. One of the one of the mayors, one of the cities that is not in the district, gave a mayoral proclamation, you know, a document or whatever the hell you want to call it, to the mother and then issued it, which is one of the red flags that popped up because they're like, wait, why is this kid getting a commendation from this mayor? That was one of the red flags that, that started this whole investigation is the mayor went and opened his damn lips. <laughs> Wow, I just I I and the and the oh, just there's so many things wrong with this. I think that it's 
It's horrible. I, I, it sucks so bad that these kids had a really good thing go bad because of adults and because of greedy coaches. So I think, and I don't say this very often, but the press release from the White House actually kind of really summed up my thought process on the whole thing. And please don't be angry, Steve, at this, but just listen to it. Should I just turn my mic off now? No. <laughs> So the White House released a uh, did a press release and said, uh, quote, the president is proud of the way that they represented their city and they represented their country. The fact is some dirty dealing by adults does not take anything away from the accomplishments of these young men, period. Except for the fact that it does. Why, why does it? Why? Because they were never supposed to be a team. You can't just... You can't just do what you want because but th- you want to fucking do it. But through no fault of their own, of the of the kids' own actions, okay, did they? So the, they were put in that situation. Okay, so the kids are talented. The, the, no one's taking that away from them. They, right. They played as a team. Right. Uh, well, we can we can assume that you know maybe they froze the baseballs um, so that they. <laughs> I think they underinflated them. them. Well, maybe. But okay, so the kids represent themselves that that's that's fine you're still it's like i don't even know what to relate it to because i'm just i i'm still baffled by people even attempting to justify getting caught red-handed doing this yeah that that's the thing is like i mean it's not like it's not like a you know a a messed up ped sample or somebody that's gained 80 pounds in an off season and mlb's trying to get them for steroid using yet they can't find it my this hat. is straight up documented cheating. My hat size is three sizes bigger. No, and I'm my fine. cup size is four sizes smaller. It, it's it's just terrible. So it's unfortunate that this had to happen, and I, I don't know it. I hate whenever. I think this is more like a grandstand stage, and we're probably perpetuating the perpetuating the problem as we're using it as a media outlet for it right now. But the media was just like foaming at the mouth at this thing, and you had every talking head had something to say about it. I I don't doubt it, and it just it sucks when the when the son suffers for the sin of the father. Right, and that's kind of where I'm going to leave that one at. What do you think? Topic bell. Bing. So one of the ideas that I kind of wanted to roll around with and uh, potentially put on the show is I wanted to do a weekly Florida story. Why Florida? Florida is the armpit of America, and the goofiest people in the world live there and have some of the best stories out of there. The Gator Boys live there, too. And the Gator Boys are fine and dandy. However, their job is to take... Rescue gators. nuisance alligators. Exactly. And rehome them for safety. Rehome them and turn them into leather belts. No. Yes. It's not what they do. <laughs> have you ever watched Gator Boys? No. Yes, I have. No, you have. Yes, I have. I like the Gator Boys. Hmm. So, let's say that we'll I'm going to tell we'll you that fact we fact check this later. Yeah. Okay. So we've got a Florida story of the week. I have met them. <laughs> you can see a picture of me with an alligator. You should post it up on something, Gate. I That's a great idea. So, if I were to tell you the aspects of this story, let's see if you can put together what happened. Wait, wait, let me get my uh, detective degree. Okay, you ready? So... I want the Columbo music over this. This is like, <laughs> like our Dr. Luke segment. It'll be t- Detective Steve. I like it. So, let's go ahead and tell you the location. St. Petersburg, Florida. Florida. In the Lakewood Estates neighborhood, filled with families and children. Okay? Okay. Other parts of the story? Young man. Gun. Recreation. What do you think he was doing? Um, shooting tin cans off a fence? Ooh, close. Was he hunting critters? Nope, it had nothing to do with hunting. He stayed on his own property. Um, was he attempting to 
put speed holds in his car? He was not. So here's the headline from 8WFLA.com, St. Petersburg, Florida. Your, what's the Peacock one, NBC? Yeah, NBC News Affiliate. St. Pete man builds gun range and yard. Neighbors outraged. So this young man, at the age of 21 years old, decided it would be a good idea to build a gun range in his front yard in a suburban neighborhood. How large is his front yard? You know, the neighbor, like my neighborhood? Suburban neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, Mr. K- Mr. Carinata, Carinante wants to fire his 9mm in his St. Petersburg yard, which happens to be just feet away from children, according to St. Ber- Petersburg police. Legally, he's allowed to do it. There are no laws that prohibit him from building a gun range in his yard. So how do you think the uh, <laughs> you think the families are taking this? Well, I uh, well apparently they're outraged. Yeah, um, they're they're not happy about it. Yeah, I wouldn't want some Yahoo shooting off a nine millimeter in his front yard either. If my kids lived in the neighborhood, <laughs> uh, so there's there's legal. And then there's fucking stupid. <laughs> Florida. There's lots of things that you can that aren't against the law that you still shouldn't do. But you do in Florida. Like, you know, it's not illegal to stick your hand in a running lawnmower to tear out a jam. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it's a good idea. Oh, my God. So I'm reading this whole story. It's like about a page long. Here, Here's the thing. Just because you can do something... Doesn't mean that you should. Jurassic Park taught us that. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jurassic Park reference. So here's here's a little cherry on top of the entire story. Cause, cause oh, it's, good. There's more. <laughs> yeah. So there's a so there's a, just a it's a you know, it's pretty basic. He built a gun range. People don't want it. Boom. It, it's pretty straightforward story until one line in it. So the neighbors are pissed off, right? And they're saying they're being held hostage by this 21-year-old. And he says that he's going around and telling everybody before he's going to use it. He's going to use it every other weekend. So it goes on to say that in the story that, in fact, the residents have enlisted the help of their neighbor, County Commissioner Ken Welch. The county commissioner that can affect the laws of this stuff lives in the neighborhood where the gun range is. And what does he have to say? No comment. <laughs> he said no comment? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I missed a quote. It says that even the most pro-gun person to have a gun range in the middle of a residential neighborhood doesn't make any sense at all. I'm hoping we can get to some common ground and common sense. Wow, that's 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 rational. Yeah. Only in Florida. I just, oh my God. This is going to have to be like Idiot Gate or something in the title of this episode because... I, I think I think it's going to be Anger Gate considering Angry Steve is everywhere. Oh, no. This, is, this isn't even Angry Steve, though. This is... I mean, yeah, it's dumb, but I'm not all up in my feelings, as my coworkers would say. And for the inaugural edition of Florida Story of the Week, I have a second Florida story. Oh, good. There's more... <laughs> So I want to do this again. So if I so if I give you some facts about this, you got to tell me what happened. Wait, wait, let me get my badge. <laughs> Mom, child abuse, car, two daughters. What happened? Okay, the uh, daughters were in the back seat uh, making a ruckus, and she three stooged them. What do you mean by three stooge? Um. Slapped them both. Ooh, you are close. She was in the car. The kids were making a racket. And one of them was in the front seat, and one of them was in the back seat. So what you do, stomp on the brakes so they go flying Ding, 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 ding. Good job, Columbo. (laughs) Yeah, second Uh, try. So... (laughs) Sullivan, that's a lady's name, says she had no idea anything was wrong until police showed up three days later. Her daughter was in the front seat, wasn't buckled down when her mom hit the brakes. The sudden stopping caused her to slam her head into the windshield. I didn't do it on purpose or intentionally harm my daughter, you understand, Simpson told ABC affiliate. If she ever once complained to me and said, hey, mom, I think I have a headache, but she didn't. I'm heartbroken. My kids are gone. 
The 12-year-old investiga- told investigators that she did complain of dizziness and a headache. Police also point out that the girls had cracked the vehicle's windshield. She goes on to say, there was no bump, so I'm sorry, but I guess I did the wrong thing. Yep. Florida. All right. Now here comes angry Steve. <laughs> you fucking twat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you never see your kids again. You should not have a driver's license anymore. You should be taken off Florida and put on one of the islands offshore and allowed to live the rest of your natural life in solitude where you can never, ever see, hear, or touch another human being again. How fucking stupid can you possibly be? Do do they give the age of the daughters? Twelve years old. Uh, They didn't give the age of the other daughter that was in the vehicle at the time. But uh, the, the, the daughter in question was 12 years old. Okay, so she's a 7th grader. Yes. So, Jared, when you were in 7th grade, how often did you ride in the front seat? I rode pretty often with my dad. Okay. Did you have a seatbelt on? Always. I always wore a seatbelt. Oh. My dad, my parents wouldn't let the car move until we had our seatbelts wow, on. Wow, what a novel concept. Jared, why would you be buckled in the front seat? Because cars are dangerous. No. <laughs> So you're saying it's not a proper form of discipline to slam your daughter's head into the... really fucking not. But she didn't... She had no idea she did anything wrong. Doesn't ignorance... I didn't realize that if I stepped on the brakes, the car is going to stop, and anything not secured within it is going to keep going. It's called physics, you... (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh, nothing is wrong. Your windshield's cracked. But her daughter didn't say she had any kind of headache, Steve. Except that according to the daughter, she did. Yeah. So, Jared, have you ever had to replace a broken windshield? I have, Steve. Oh, how did your windshield break? I got hit by a rock. Oh, hey, me too. Do you know what the Mythbusters discovered? What they discovered? It takes a velocity of around 100 miles an hour to impact and crack a windshield. Huh, that sounds like if you did that with a human skull, the the immediate stopping of that would cause that child to be at least concussed. Uh, that's very, very possible, Jared. Um, so, fuck this lady. You're stupider than Kanye West. <laughs> really? You're just, no, you, wow. Stop breathing. Oh, please. God. Why you should not be allowed to? You need to have a hysterectomy immediately. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about it. Oh my god! And then to fucking play ignorant about oh, exactly. I hate people. Breathe. Do you need a whiskey break? Uh, need something. Do you need a whiskey break? All right. So we're both, I think, at this point of the opinion that Florida. As I stated earlier, is pretty much the armpit of America. Well, maybe Florida's not so bad, but the residents sure do. <laughs> you know, I'll give it that, even apparently. though it, is, yeah, even though it's swampy and loaded with bugs. To our Florida listeners, don't really mean everybody, just the people that we discuss on the show. My parents have a house in Florida, and when they live there, they're Floridians, and I still say they're they probably lose a few points IQ when they cross that state line. Well, it's got to be the humidity. <laughs> so. With Florida being the armpit of America, it is also a port to many places. So let's kind of palate cleanse us a little bit. And can you tell me where you would go if you had to sail out of Florida? Where where would you go and why? Do I have to sail or can I just leave from Florida? Nope, you can't leave from Florida. You got to sail. So what I'm expecting is that you're going to pick. You, you can't you can't go down around the bottom of South America and get to the rest of the rest of the world. Unless you really, really want to, then I'll let you. I'm putting caveats on things. Nope, okay. the uh, polar ice caps came back, and it's impassable now. But then we've got lots more problems than Florida. <laughs> That's a good point. So I don't care. Go ahead. You can pick anywhere, man. Okay. So you're, you're leaving Florida. All right. So I... I guess it's a, it's a port and an air port to many places. Nice save, Sterling. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Bok, bok. It's... Uh, a long-standing uh, dream of mine to go uh, shark diving. You want to go shark diving? I absolutely want to go shark diving, but not just anywhere. I want to go to the great white capital of the world, South Africa. Really? I want to be in the water with Jaws and my camera. Really? Absolutely. In a cage or outside of a cage? Um, 
with great whites, I would probably ha- I would probably puss out and stay in the cage, even though I would be like, yeah, fuck that, be outside the cage. No, probably not. Oh my god, um, dude, that's insane. That that's I like just, that's one thing I just I, I don't think I would do. I want I want to shark dive. Like I'll I'll dive with like reefs and stuff outside of a cage. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I think it would be just fantastic. That's freaking cool. See, I don't know why you're giving me the eyeballs because you can get to South Africa from not having to sail around South America. So. You still gotta sail across this little thing called the Pacific. No, you don't. Atlantic. There you go. Geography for the win. Edit that part. <laughs> bark, bark. <laughs> That's cool. You know that I think is one thing that I. J- it's not in my wheelhouse. I already don't like the water. I mean, I like to swim. I like to have fun. That one. I hate the ocean. I've never. I've never. I've been in the ocean above my ankle once. And it twice, sorry, I went twice, and it was horrible, and I hate it. Yeah, I just, I'm not a big fan of salt water, but you know, I figure a wetsuit and whatnot. I just I, I I watched Shark Week, and I and I watched this footage, and I was just like, I didn't was you make didn't you make a it. comment this last Shark Week about them actually putting on true shows now or something? Didn't were you saying um, something about that? I was, uh, yeah, they've been doing some some fake shows that they've passed off as like documentaries with this mega shark or um, megalodon, which is a yeah. prehistoric, pre- the the predecessor to the great white uh, has been extinct for over 2 million ish years, probably longer than that. I would have to fact check, but you know, they, they've released these documentaries like, Oh, it's still alive and plaguing our waters. Oh, so like, like going river monster style uh, yet uh, with uh, no even, fact basis. Even worse though, is because they have footage quote unquote, oh, of Megalodon, which is the okay. worst CGI ever. Gotcha. And so many people are like posting on Facebook and hashtagging, Oh my God, Megalodon, I'm terrified. And I'm like, you're all stupid. It's all <laughs> you from Florida. But, We're palate um, cleansing. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. I'm sorry. Breathe. Sorry. Man. Breathe. Sorry. You give you a hug. Come on. Bring it. Bring it in. Come here. I will take whiskey. Yeah, whiskey. I like it. I like it. Get a little clink, clink on that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking All about. Right. So, but yeah, I, I watched the footage and there was one uh, one comment uh, during last week's uh, last week's last year's Shark Week. That um, you know, all the all the shows featured this one photographer, and there's like in South Africa, there's really only one photographer who will dive with the great whites. I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll go right it. now. Me, me, me. Give me a plane ticket. I'll be right there. <laughs> Don't you need a wetsuit? Nope. I'll go in the cage. Just let me go. Yeah. And you know, I just I I, I think it would be an extraordinary experience. Um, it would be great. And who knows? Maybe I'll meet Left Shark. That would be <laughs> meet your spirit animal face to face. That's awesome. So I think that's a uh, pretty good spot to end our uh, back and forth. Uh, 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 uh. Where would you go? Oh, you know, I didn't even. Why, why is this always get to know Steve? Well, I was, I was trying Steve to. Steve does the origin story. You no. were the angry one, man. I was, I was trying, I was trying to let you, you know, turn down the Hulk a little bit. Let's see if I, if I had to go anywhere that's, you know, connected to the Atlantic, and then I'm putting a line, you know, at the bottom of South Africa and Argentina. Argentina, or is it Chile there? Anyway. Um, yes. There <laughs> why not? There. I would probably take a trip and, man, right off the top of my head, I would go to, I'd go to Italy. I was going to say Ireland. No, been to Ireland. Been to Dublin. Did that. That was, that was an awesome awesome time i loved it but i've been there so i totally want to go somewhere new you know, you know what i honestly go i'd go to spain okay i would go to spain i want to go i want to go to barcelona that sounds legit um back when i was in elementary school my teacher went to the barcelona olympics and when she came back she just we, we had her the year after she went that summer and she had so many cool stories to tell just like it, it just sounds like a really cool place and like i've watched a lot of travel shows and um the uh, Zane Lamprey drinking shows and stuff, and Spain just seems like a really chill place that I'd like to go. I'm all about napping in the middle of the day. I, I don't see where you can go wrong with that, man. Exactly. Drink wine, take a nap, hang out, and chill on an Adri- you know on on a nice coastal type climate. I just don't see where you could go wrong. So I would definitely think I think I'd pick Spain. Yeah, Barcelona specifically. I approve. 
And I'm sure there's probably other places to go in Spain that'd be better, but I would I, I have to go to Barcelona one time in my life just to see it for myself. And probably by the time I get there, it'll be 40 years later from when she went, and it'll be completely different. But I've, I've still got to make that trip. I like it. So that moves us on to our weekly segment, Geek Out. Hooray! We were uh, shuffling through the cards here a little bit before the uh, a little bit before the show, and found a couple ones that I think work out pretty well. So why don't you go ahead and grab those, Steve? All right. Take a drink of my scotch. Okay. Let's see here. All right. Here's a good one. All right. Six characters from the Mario Brothers game franchise. Wow. Six brothers from the Mario. Okay. So the franchise. So that's cartoons, movies, video games. Oh, God, tell me you're not everything. the movie. Well, no, I'm not going to choose John Leguizamo as a <laughs> as a character because he was a character in that film. Oh my god! Let's see, six of them, huh? So you have to have six to qualify, and then I'm going to see how many I can get. I, I I'll say I can get six. I can get six off the top of my I head. Can do at least ten. You can do ten. Absolutely. This quick this quick into it, you can do ten. Absolutely. Um, man, ten. That's a lot, but that shouldn't be too hard. Oh, I want to hear your ten just to see if I've got. I want to see. I want to see which ones I think because I think I like my number. If you were going to say nine, I was going ten. Okay. I'm pretty sure I get ten. Eleven. I might be able to pull eleven, but I'm sure I can get ten. I can. I can easily do ten. So you're saying you can do eleven? I can probably. I can probably do fifteen. Well, let's see where you go. I'll give you. I'll give you your ten. I will concede because I know for damn sure I ain't getting fifteen. I could probably okay. do ten or eleven. Go okay. ahead and hit so it. So I'll just. I'll just start naming them off. Right. Okay. So obviously you have Mario himself. Yep. You have his brother Luigi. Uh-huh. You have Toad. Mm-hmm. You have Princess Toadstool. Yep. You have Bowser. Yep. You have Bowser Jr. Okay. You have Yoshi. Yep. You have the Goombas. Okay. You have the Koopa Troopas. Yep. You have Magic Koopa. Yep. You have... Uh, That's ten. You got five more to hit your hit your target. Okay. So think about his kids. Yeah, you have. uh, I know one of Bowser's children is named Roy. Yep. There's Lenny. Mm -hmm. There's Ludwig von Koopa. Yes. There is uh, Wendy. Uh huh. His daughter. Yep. There's uh, Princess Rosalina from Super Mario Galaxy. Ooh, I didn't even know about that one. Uh huh. There's. Um, You're at 15. Keep uh-huh. going, man. Let's see how many you can get. Um, I know there's another princess from uh, Luigi's Mansion, but I can't think of her name. What about uh, Princess Peach, though? Well, Prince Peach is Toadstool. It. Oh, Daisy. Da- thank you. Okay, Daisy. Um, speaking of Luigi's Haunted Mansion, there is uh, the booze. The booze, yep. Let's go. Uh, another another bad guy that I was thinking of is uh, Wario and War Luigi. Wario, War Luigi, Lakitu. Lakitu, the Spineys. Birdman. Uh, Birdo, sorry, Birdo. Birdo. Oh yeah, Birdo. Birdo. Shy guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also um, what are the fish names? There's a specific name for the fish. Well, the octopuses are bloopers. Right, and the fish are something else. God, I can't remember the fish I, name. I can't think of the fish name, but uh, there's also that uh, that bomb throwing rat from Super Mario Brothers Two, and the, uh, that frog king who haunts your dreams. Yeah, that's true. Most underrated boss of all time. <laughs> uh, as a three-headed snake thing that shoots fire at you. One of the best-looking bosses. Um, Spiny, the the cactus, who is the yep. the yep, only yep, yep. the only villain to appear in two Nintendo franchises. He's also in the Legend of Zelda. Ah, I didn't did not realize that. Yes. Um, there's Malo from Super Mario RPG. There's Gino from Super Mario RPG. Wow. Uh, Smithy the Sword. I promise you guys right now, he is not reading, he is not reading anything. I'm the only one with a computer. He, this is going off of memory. Yeah, there's, um, Frog Fuchsius from Super, uh, I'm just going to start naming characters from Super Mario RPG. Cause it's my okay, so game y- you got it there. So here, here's what I want to do. We've asked you guys for feedback. People have been feeding back on the questions you've asked. I loved it. Keep it up. Thank you very much. One question I want to ask you is, aside from anything from the RPG universe, okay, aside from that, because I just stopped Steve going into that, from the standard Mario universe, is there anything we missed? I'm sure we did. I'm sure we're not thinking of it. So I'm thinking primarily of stuff from Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3, um, Ooh, the thwomp. The thwomp. Good. See. Okay. Stop. Stop naming them now. We 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 put the time limit on it. Okay. 
you know, oh. Super Super Mario 64, uh, Mario Kart, all that stuff. So whatever we didn't name, please feel please go into our comment section underneath this episode and put put in there what it was. Bullet Bill. Nice. Stop. I can't. And uh, and if you come up with the most names, and I'm hoping you guys don't just do it by looking stuff up. Uh, if you come up with the most Cheaters. names, you will have enough uh, cheating on this show. <laughs> you will win the uh, the Facebook for the uh, for the week, and we will feature your picture either in the uh, cover photo of something gate. We might uh, also have you guest star. And yeah, that's a good idea. We're gonna figure out what we're gonna do, but you'll be you'll be won some sort of amazing, fantastic prize that has absolutely no monetary value. So you got another card there, Steve? I do have another card. All right, so what you got? Uh, this one, I don't know if it's ironic or not, but uh, four Spider-Man enemies. Four Spider-Man enemies. I can do ten off the top of my head. I can probably do twelve. Thirteen. Fifteen. Go. All right. Uh, the Green Goblin, yep. the Hobgoblin, the Lizard, Dr. Octopus, uh, Sandman, uh, Hydro-Man. Mm-hmm. The Vulture, uh, the Rhino, Kingpin, uh, the Enforcers, uh, Fancy Dan, Montana, and Ox. You've also got uh, Venom. You've got Carnage. You have um, Miles Warren, the Jackal. You've got Electro. You've got. That's 15. You're at 16 actually right now. Okay. That's a good. Good run so far. I've got. I've got some more. Okay. You've also got. Um, and I'm trying to think of just specifically. Right. From so Spider-Man I'm gonna. I'm gonna pop. Hands. I'm gonna pop in here now and okay. name a couple that I was thinking of. Mobius. Okay. I'm living vampire. Craven. The hunter. Yes. Uh, Wolfman. Or the wolf or uh, whatever. Or whatever. J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. Jr. Son. As the. Uh, as. Wolf. Man wolf. Man wolf. Thank you. And. Um, Man, I think oh, we said Rhino, right? I did say yeah, Rhino. Yeah, you said Rhino. I think that's really all I've got as uh um Black Cat. Oh yeah, Black Cat, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I think uh 19's pretty good. So again, also, if you know more than we do and you're not just looking it up, the spot. Go ahead and put it underneath in the comments and I'd like to see what your answers are. Um, kind of wrapping up this episode, we did want to talk about a, plug a couple things because uh, for connectivity and just let you guys know what's going on. First off, uh, with Geek Out, it's a game that I prom- that we promoted on episode one, and I told you where you could get it online. One place that Steve and I frequent is the Wandering Dragon. That's in downtown Plainfield. We buy a lot of our tabletop games there, some of our miniature game stuff that we do. It's uh, got fantastic ownership. It is a local business, and Steve and I are big into shopping local and, and supporting your local businesses. And I got to really recommend it. It's downtown on Lockport Street, and you can't miss it. They have a lot of fun, a lot of games. It's family friendly. There's no swearing allowed and stuff, so you can feel free to take your kids there. They do a lot of events. Um, you can check them out on Meetup.com, and you can go right to their webpage, uh, Wandering Dragon. Dot com. It's thewanderingdragon.com. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out later, and I'll post the link on the uh, Something Gate page. Sign up for the Dragon's Gold Reward Program. You end up getting about 10% of your money back. It's pretty sweet. It uh, it really kind of makes it pretty cost-effective to shop there than online at different times, depending on your uh, ticket price. It, it's, it's really easy to support the local business that way. Once you get into some of the one-off games that are there, uh, you, you you will not stop. Exactly. So uh, Steve also has something. Uh, two other game related things that I wanted to uh, mention is that uh, Steve and I also have uh, we play our mobile games. We got a clash. Of, uh, I have a Clash of Clans clan uh, named Missing Planet. If anybody wants to get into that, get you know kind of reach out and touch base with with me on that. Steve refuses to play that game for some reason. Um, it's Missing Planet. Missing Planet was the first podcast i did with my buddy nick and we've got our uh clan set up and we'd love to have you if you want to kind of connect that way steve and i also play star wars commander together which is another one of the mobile apps same setup as clash of clans so if you play clash of clans right now and you like star wars and you're not playing commander play it we've got a uh, squad ready for you and we'd love to have you and then the important thing to plug that really means a lot to uh, to steve and to me and to uh to Jonah and the rest of the silly kilts and Jimmy and Barf. Go ahead and talk about that, Steve. 
Okay, so this will be my third year participating in the St. Baldrick's fundraiser, which is an event where we uh, raise money and then shave our heads in solidarity with uh, kids with cancer because uh, a shockingly low amount of money that's raised for cancer uh, goes to research the specific types of cancer that kids are prone to. So St. Baldrick's is uh, a charity that organizes these events in order to uh, correct that. So you'll be seeing posts from my wall. You'll be seeing posts from Something Gate uh, with a link directly to my donation form. Uh, anything is appreciated. I ain't asking for much. Skip your Starbucks. Skip your next beer. Five bucks is all I'm asking from my 200-plus friends, and that will skyrocket me past my goal, and that will be uh, much appreciated. Um, the date is currently subject to change. There's been uh, some conflicts, but it will be next month. Uh, it could be as early as the 14th, but I'm banking on the 28th at McBride's on 52, another local business. Uh, that'll be down in the Joliet, uh, almost to Shorewood. But uh, it's going to be uh, a good time. You can uh, watch us get our heads and beards shaved. I cannot stand my hair right now. It's too long. Uh, I'm not going to shave my beard from now until the event. So Yay, nice neck beard. Yeah. I love it when it gets to that itchy point where it catches my polo collar. I wish I could grow a beard. Yeah, you do. But, um, you know, you can check out my uh, page. It's going to be com forward slash participants forward slash S-M-B-A-R-T-A. You'll see the link below this post. Haters going to hate and nainers going to hate. This has been Something Gate. Bye, everybody. Jared, that was a great sign-off, but we all know that Beyonce has one of the best sign-offs ever.